Hello, guys, and welcome. Welcome, paintballers, to our weekly paintball show. My name is Todd Ansich. We have lots of great things on the show tonight, uh, including from the vault. We have prices right. We have topics. We're going to be talking about unicorns, paintball unicorns tonight. All that we'll get to in just a moment. But first, let me tell you about our, our show sponsor. Uh, tonight's show is partly sponsored by Manscaped. Head on over to manscaped.com and get 20% off anything you purchase there by simply putting BTB20 in the promo code. They were the best of balls. They were the worst of balls. Ah, Charles Dickens. He knew what he was talking about. What was he talking about? He was talking about checking your balls once a month for any lumps or bumps. I mean, we wouldn't want the worst of balls, would we? You like Charles Dickens. Check your balls. Manscaped's Monthly Minute, reminding you to check your man parts once a month. To learn more, go to manscaped.com slash all right, ladies and gentlemen, so we promised you a great show. Unfortunately, um, I have to introduce someone who hasn't been around for a while. Josh Zubizabrikas is back. Hooray! <laughs> I think I've been gone long enough now that we can call this my first show. What are you, Chilliwack? I don't know. What? Chilliwack sings Gone, what Gone, Gone. She's been gone so long. Okay. Why, why pull that out? <laughs> you're, you're so you old. You started off on the wrong foot. Oh, it's, it's yeah, it stays hurdle. You're Chilliwack. old enough you know that. Was it? I didn't do hurdle today. No, it wasn't. It was oh, no, it wasn't. It was, uh, no, I got it today. You did? I did. It took For, me uh, first, tries to do it. Really? First yeah. note. Yeah. Um, Shame. Yeah. And then we have uh, Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Greetings and thanks for tuning in tonight nope. to a beautiful Behind the Bunker. We are live. It's Paintball Night in Canada. It's also Garbage Night in Canada. And it's Movember Night on this side of the table. Josh already was a, a Movember guy. Beard, I shaved yesterday. Beard so Denver, so. anyway. Um, Gavin will tell you more about what Movember is later on. But we don't introduce in Gavin show. unless he's not prepared. But since he was already talking prepared, we skipped right on over. Yeah. But we do have Gavin Charmer on the show. It's usually when I have a drink or <laughs> reaching for a drink when you're like, hey, there he is. I'm your sponsor. Uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in to Behind the Bunker 805-ish on a Monday. Make sure you hit that like and share. And I want you guys to put a name in the chat uh, when you tag a friend. Say, hey, jerk ass, look at what's going on tonight. Monday night, Behind the Bunker. Join us. It's going to be a great show. Zuby's here. I'm very excited. And uh, so speaking of Zuby, before we get into anything, we haven't seen Zuby in what feels like, I, I know it's only been a little while, but it feels like it's been months. Oh, it's three, have you, three ha weeks. How's your new podcast doing? Or like It's okay. Um, we managed to liberate enough equipment from other studios that we're up and running and on our own. So it's, um, it's nice. 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 Um, should be. Is it not on? It should be. Okay. My bad. All right, well, we may not be live on YouTube tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I've had a hell of a day, and I don't believe it's going out. Oh, that's why I'll, I'll try find to it. find the link. <laughs> I'll try to find the link while we're doing this. So, Josh, since yeah. you haven't been around, what have we missed? We have missed um, the fact that we have all been longing for homemade salad. There we go. I'm hoping, oh, you're for, I'm hoping your pockets are filled. I don't care that you're back. Like, it's nice <laughs> to have you in that seat, but I was really craving for some. Uh, you know what? It's been so long. I might have to make more. Well, here, you missed out, so I'm going to give you that. Right. Yes! We all endured this a couple this, weeks ago. I have the same forks in my house. Well, yeah. Is this from my house? Uh, maybe. Oh. He's stealing equipment back. <laughs> so this is squeezable sauerkraut. Instant squeezable sauerkraut for whatever you need to garnish for your hot dog, sausage, or anything. That's not so bad. No. Well, let me give it a squeeze. Oh, there we go. Oh, that's good. 
You gotta oh, eat it all. I, I think the sauerkraut needs to become a little more regular. Can you zoom in on this before he, uh, he consumes this? <laughs> Matt, hold on, hold on, hold Can on. Can you guys smell it? Is it wafting across? To the camera. Hold on. <laughs> hold on, Josh. To the camera. Show the camera. Go yeah. up, up. Uh, oh. <laughs> like I'm talking to my daughter. Can you Hang go on. up, it's up, up? It's over my laptop. There yeah, we go. There we go. <laughs> All right, Zuby. It's not going to fall. It's stuck on that plate. <laughs> Hook into it, it buddy. Is. I think it is. Am I going to have diarrhea in five minutes? No, it's like, not like, I, I thought it was great, Joe. I thought it was great. I didn't mind it. Who it didn't fine. like it? Would, did you not prefer it? Not a chance in hell. Okay. Gavin doesn't like sauerkraut. So anyway. he took a little bit like and mixed it in. So this isn't real sauerkraut. It is real this, sauerkraut. No, this is vinegar. <laughs> real sauerkraut doesn't have vinegar in it. This is pickled um, cabbage. Cabbage. <laughs> yeah. You think it is? Because it says it's manufactured for Fermented Garden Incorporated. So I, d- right. I don't believe this is fermented because it would not have a vinegar taste. Yeah. I'm hoping we get but a new show bad. sponsor. <laughs> All that kraut money. So if you're watching Sauerfrau at home. <laughs> Sauerfrau. <laughs> she's it's got bad, quite a stern look. Actually, I don't mind it. It's I thought like it was pretty pickles. good. I thought it was pretty good. Um, why aren't you squeezing more on your plate? <laughs> He's putting it in his I, pocket. I don't want to be eating all show. He's stealing cables and uh, How do you spell sauerkraut? Stupid bird. He's going back for more. <laughs> why do they put cornstarch in it? Uh, mm. So, oh, you're this connoisseur of kraut. You know? <laughs> so you're this, talking big game, but you didn't bring anything with you. I was going to say, so I, this, Josh, is I will, now I will make more, and I will make a video. Good for Gavin. <laughs> oh, I gotta figure out a dumb sound over it. <laughs> Devin, I hope the sour frau is not from French Lick. Jesus. All right, paintball, ladies and gentlemen. Let me get my oh, stuff. Oh yeah, here we Sorry, Matt. Sorry. Um, There's something wrong with you guys, and I hope you never change. I didn't put anything in order. Uh, That's okay. Paintball we're... extravaganza, ladies and gentlemen, coming up very soon. There is. Uh, there was us. A couple years ago, broadcasting there live. I you have your, I I should. Have your images. No. I should. No, I don't. That was a. Should. That was a time in which we everything's things. open, Matt. All my programs are going. If it's not, tell me, and we'll. Why don't we just show you the rest of the slides here? Um, all right. Well, Matt's looking at that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, tonight's topic is going to be: What is your paintball unicorn? What in paintball? Um, you consider to be a unicorn whether it's player gear no one did anything other than gear but i i kind of think it involves players or a, a field maybe you want to go to or all right i don't know but well, we'll get to it we'll get to <laughs> well, it so, we doing so. it now so now you give us good no, ideas well we, we're gonna give it a few minutes while matt's looking there well, let's do joe's vault look hard a boy let's do that okay well we'll go to joe's vault and when we come back hopefully we'll have our picture sorted out Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment from the vault where we go back in history, back in the early days of paintball, and show you something that's kind of crazy, something kind of old, and something you may not have seen for a while. Today is no different, and without further ado, let me introduce you to my pair of limited edition Coyote Brown or Tan Event Empire goggles. These came out probably. 10 years ago as a limited edition long before coyote which you can see i have lots of coyote things here became a popular color and it does have a customized modified tricked out behind the bunker uh, decal on the top of the lens 
to give it a little added flair, much like office space. I know everyone's office space. This has black ears, but would been would have been the same as the traditional Empire Event goggles. But this is the limited edition Event goggle in coyote brown, we'll call it, or tan of some sort. But anyway, thanks for watching Behind the Bunker from the Vault, and we'll see you next week. Pew pew. Yeah, maybe do that. See, if that's not it, then I can shut it off. Yeah, that should be it. Hey, you can get T6 LED tubes. Oh. All right, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you for Joe for his weekly From the Vault segment. And it looks like we do have our images loaded up now. And, uh, yeah, so there we go. So let's go back to paintball extravaganza, Joe. Extravaganza! Extravaganza. Where did my extravaganza information go? Paintball extravaganza 2023 is coming to you live from the Avante Palms. Avante! Avante Restaurant. Hooray. Sorry, Resort and Conference Center in Orlando, Florida. It runs from February 28th to March 2nd. And rooms are $99 per night during that time and there's a cushion uh, before and after of three days where you get them for 105 per night and the Avante Palms Avante. Is, Avante Palms is 15 minutes from Disney and there are shuttles to and from the airport to the Avante Avante Palms Stravaganza Stravaganza so there the Avante Palms almost sounds like it's like a seniors resort <laughs> I know that'll, it's that'll not, sound but... more emission <laughs> yeah <laughs> Betty White will be your concierge. We're going to party all night until the what the wee hours of 5 o'clock. <laughs> like it's 1944. <laughs> um, I saw this at uh, Five Below, a place in Buffalo. Uh, it's like a dollar store. We're called Five Below. And I think this one was literally $5. But look at this paintball. It's like it, it was, they called it a paintball mask. Okay. So it's got a little flashlight on the side of it. And it's, it's in the like the Nerf section, but I just thought it was kind of cool. But I wonder if anyone's going to buy that and actually try to use that. Again? No. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully not. It would be rather nasty if they did. But for playing Nerf, it's pretty cool. Yeah, but at least it's sort of it's sort of a gateway into getting people to wear goggles. I'm all over the place with my images, so I'm going to skip them all. We'll have to do them next week. So why what? don't we do get into tonight's topic, I guess. A little early, but let's do that anyways. And I do have everything loaded. So what we'll do is, Gavin, let's start with your sheets. And ladies and gentlemen, we're watching you guys on Facebook. YouTube is down tonight, so we, we will obviously aren't seeing your comments there. So if you have anything that you would like to talk about that is one of your paintball unicorns, by all means, post it up there. Sorry, um, Tantra. I should have asked this during rehearsal. Mm -hmm. Am I reading top to bottom or yeah. than what was numbered? Top to bottom. Top to bottom. Yeah. There we go. All right, baby. Strap in. Uh, all right, first one is Clayton Creed says Angel Eyes, the Nebula Double Trouble, and the MVP. Do you okay. think, okay, if the Angel Eyes ever came out, would you want a pair? Like, legitimately, let's say they were out and everybody could get them so it wasn't like that rarity. Would you buy one after seeing them and wearing them? Because we've all tried them on. Those are two separate questions. Would I purchase one? Maybe for storage and nostalgia for shits and gigs. Uh, but for playing, not a chance. Not a chance in hell. Yeah. I do not like them. I think they're ugly. I, For your point, I would consider buying one, but I, I don't think I'd waste my money, especially if they were that, that you know. What if you had lottery money, Todd? If I had lottery money, I still don't think I'd buy an Angel Eyes. They're terrible. Joe, you tried them on. You had, I did. I would, you were all forehead. Like, uh, yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would, they just, 
I, he was I don't five think, head I, at that point. I do not like them, Sam. I am. I would not buy them. I I might buy them for just to have, but I wouldn't wear them. No way. Yeah. I would not wear them with my socks. I would not wear them <laughs> on a box. Would, they were not built for a human face. See, I thought they were not. They saw, they pinched they yeah. pinched your nose incredibly, yeah, and then because yeah. it pinched, I don't know if they designed it to wear with like multiple headbands. But once no, it sat on your headband. nose, it was off. Like, it was pretty far off your forehead. I think the Hermes so brand <laughs> was the one that was behind the angel eyes. And I want to ask the question again, Josh. Was that pre-kraut or post-kraut why it didn't fit properly? <laughs> like, if you cut down on the ca- on the kraut, would it, would it fit better? Yes. Nice. I, okay, so I, I stand with Josh. Those goggles reminded me of when I first tried on the Dye and Vision goggles. They felt like they made them, but they hit that when they went to print, they hit like 75% scale and they just <laughs> shrank down. Gorgeous mask, but not meant for the average guy. I <laughs> it's like they had a good working prototype in the US and then they sent the file to the factory and they went, okay, yeah. and printed, but something but was lost. It's like you see the Ironman take the field and all you see is chin <laughs> right on the entire team. Yeah. Devin that was strange trying that on for the first time going, why is yeah. Devin said Joe Kimson straight to the vault with them. I would take a pair, leave them in the package, and put them in the vault. I might even buy two colors. What's wrong? Where the hell my bell go? I don't know. To the bellery. Say it again, Joe. Say it again. <laughs> to the bellery. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> oh. Yeah. This segment's ruined. Well, okay, so for those of you that are going to buy them, would you play with them? I don't could, think I could play could with you? them. My, my cheeks would be very could well you? protected. <laughs> And my eyes, but that's the post-dental surgery mask. <laughs> I, what a lot of people look at is you look at the size of the visor that was on it. You didn't get that vision. The goggles were actually considerably smaller than that. And it just the lens itself was large. So it's not like you were putting on, you know, like this big giant lens. Like you have all this field of vision. It, it was not like that. The lens is reminiscent of the of the um, profiler lens or the morph lens, but in a morphs, yeah. It, with a with a mask or even the v, that view loader goggle that had view that loader slash brass eagle brass when it first eagle came out, giant yeah. that bulbous yeah. that yeah. bulbous thing. That's the what the bowl. lens is, but with far less coverage of the mask in your forehead. I, I I think it's not a not a thing. Yeah, I think people want it just to say they have it. I'm honest, maybe. All right, well, All right. let's move on. We have a bunch to get so through. So Stanley but... Norris has an image. Are we showing those images or no? Yeah. This one here, I believe. Let me have a little zoom zoom. Yeah, but he always wanted one. Would a, would be a dream come mm. true, says Stanley. And a bunch of people said, yeah, that would be definitely cool. Yeah, I like the color. The more I look at it, the more I like that it's color. It's like bronze. Bronze. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Yeah. Well, what else do you got, guys? Uh, so Jason Dip says his dream piece would be an Arvitek R7. And <laughs> did he put the word working in there? No, I think he just wants to have one yeah. for his. Uh, so he said, uh, ironically, somebody he knew locally was contemplating on letting it go when he asked him many years ago if they decided to to give him a shout. Uh, and then the paintballs, the paintball gods touched him. Touched his uh, his nether regions, and uh, you know, hopefully, he's going to purchase it. So, yeah. did he use the um, did he use the lawnmower 4.0 prior may, to he, the touching? May, we'll check on his pumpkins. All right, the so in that photo. That's too. image number two. Uh, Todd, image number two. Let me grab that right here. 
like the sound. So that's what he was looking for. That's a that is pretty nice. Slick, slick looking marker. I I don't. I'm what not a fan it? of some What's of the called? pistols out there, but that one looks good. Arbitech R7. That's pretty cool. Arvitech, so not Armatech. No, Arvitech. Yeah. Okay, so, right. so no, I my moved bad, on from Jason. That. Yep. No, I moved on from that. I like a guy that, that builds house, designs houses? <laughs> uh, something similar, yes. What? When you work at Vandalay Like Industries. an architect. Oh. That's a joke. Oh, I got a trivia question It was for great. You. you don't have to. Who's the world's most famous architect? Right. Ed nope. Van- Vandalay? Nope. Oh, Mr. Brady. Nope. I knew this. Uh, Guggenheim? Who's the guy that painted the chapel? Da Vinci. Da Vinci. Nope. Doesn't matter. He touched nope. his foot And I guarantee and every single one of you know him. It's a woman. I can't remember her name. Nope. What? Jeff? Was nope. it Jeff? Eiffel. Nope. nope. Okay, well, on with the topic. Rubik's? Oh, cube? he was very cubed in design. The designer of the Rubik's Cube uh, was an architect who taught uh, architecture at uh, university where they created the Rubik's Cube. But why were they always, like, why were people buying his colorful houses? <laughs> Sorry, you knew that was kind of wrong. All right, too so boxy, we are moving on uh, to Tommy Tuamala says his Hammer 7. That's a unicorn for him. Uh, Jeremy David Smith says a DC2 Aurora Cocker. You're a carnivore with full caner kit. Oh, nice. And matching slider pump kit. Nice. Going back to the Hammer 7, though, I think... That's one of those guns that we all dubbed as should have bought it while you had the chance. I walked, like I said, I walked past that numerous times in the store and it was was low price point. I'm like, this sucks. There's no way. We even tried high pressure selling you on it. You didn't. (laughs) That's right. Super liminal. But, you know, like. I remember waterboarding Gavin in those old days. (laughs) No hammer. No, I didn't break. Uh, but yeah, you know, one of those things I absolutely wish I got as well. So I, I would agree with you, uh, Tommy. Um, that's something I definitely wish I, I had picked up and left in box because can you imagine the resale value now? I have a Hammer 7 box, but I don't know if I have a Hammer 7. I have a brand new Hammer 7 in box. Do you really? Yes, I do. You got all the toys that you don't want to flip. Your AGD sidearm, like... Yeah. I hate Josh. No crowd <laughs> no, and all the good toys. I, I am willing to sell the Hammer 7, though. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll give you 100 bucks. <laughs> Well, you, said, you didn't say how much. I'll let you <laughs> smell the box for 100 bucks. <laughs> oh. All right, uh, Dion Retro Sharp. He's got a list here. He says a Pro Teams FX Micro Cocker. That's his unicorn. And he tags somebody, Jeff Crossman. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Crossman has one. Did he, uh, did he actually spell it out, Micro Cocker? Uh, he, he did. Nice. Okay. <laughs> he did, yeah. <laughs> Just uh, for a retro. And then uh, Jeff Grossman's comment to Dion Retro Sharma was, Damn straight! I have a sexy acid wash blue one sitting on my shelf. <laughs> Love it! All right, so Jeff Thompson, good friend of the show and friend of Gavin uh, because of Movember and much more. Uh, he's got a photo. Why don't we just go Why don't we photo? look at the photo? <laughs> yeah, so uh, his unicorn is getting to hang out with some amazing people and call them friends. So that is the band and some real heavy hitters in the paintball industry that are all lined up there like it's the usual suspects. Yeah, look at the uh, look at the bottom fellow on the left corner. Does anybody recognize him? He looks rather happy. He looks sad right now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sad Holton is there on the end. <laughs> Do you uh, think we they got- all got back to Miss Fanny? Thank you. I was thinking. I couldn't think of the guy. Because you know she's the only yeah. one. So we got Bud Orr there. We okay, have Tim Schloss. Uh, 
Uh, all the other guys. Yeah, all the other guys. <laughs> those guys. Fred Schultz. Super yeah, duper guys. Sorry. Rory Calhoun. No, I just got, I had a brain fart. But Art Vandalay? And, uh, and of course, yeah, Jeff Thompson's there too. We yeah. want to see him. But no, it's <laughs> some, uh, some, some solid ballers hitting there. Um, so, yes. That's you can, your unicorn, and you're living it, my friend. You can that, smell how smug he is because he's that in that Bell photo. Is in the bottom corner? Who? Who? Guy from Falcon. Dave JT. Bell? Dave Bell? Dave, Dave Bell. Bell? Might be. Maybe. Maybe Holton happened yeah, to tell that, me that. Yeah. Looks like him looks on the like bottom him. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Sorry, Devin Schwartz, all yeah. caps with uh, with exclamation mark. The band! <laughs> <laughs> I see your Schwartz is as big as a mouth. Uh, Devin Schwartz says, there's Spike, Caesar, Happy, Fred, Bud, Tim, and Bill. Nice. All right. Hmm. What are you giving the looks for? Mr. Make, Do you not hear make, that? Make noise in the headset. Oh. Yeah. You. You. Oh, is this just, every I, every ounce of that my, goes right through the microphone. I took my hat off and I adjusted I my headset. Creaking. I couldn't figure it out. Then I'm looking at you and you're getting perturbed. I'm, I didn't know where I was coming <laughs> like, from. How long is this going to go on for? Andrew. Andrew. And Wood- you know he can't hear because it's connected to his <laughs> microphone. Yeah, Andrew Woodyard said my unicorn would be Rocky Cagnioni's original Mamba Fly. But if you look at Andrew Woodward's profile picture, he's holding, looks like an M16 with an M203 grenade launcher underneath it, which is kind of cool. Andrew, how do you feel? You just got crap. <laughs> creep, creep. Joe Reed. That should be a new feature each week. <laughs> Creeping. Let's do yeah, we'll, we'll the creeper. We'll randomly creep someone that's watching right now. And, <laughs> and then pin their profile. <laughs> Wasn't there an Adam Sandler song, The Creeper? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, there was. Um, I have other. I have another. Maybe you guys are too old for Neb. Adam Sandler. Gavin, I don't know if that comes Sorry? up next or not, but who's got the next image? Joe, Joe does. Okay, sure. so sorry, I'll wait for... So this goes... Uh, the first one is Davy Jan, an aardvark entity matrix. Okay, the truth is there's so many unicorns out there I want, but my OG entity is the matrix one on my list. So that matrix one is that... that I get, yeah, that was pre-die matrix pre, he's talking pre, Well, that's probably when they were made in Canada, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the next... Nick Robinson would be a mint die... Aloha DM10. Huh. We don't have that. Okay. And uh, Aaron Clark is a SLF Tequila Sunrise. That is the best one. And then Neb Nella says an Angel Arc and my old nickel plated P68 Magnum. So that's the Angel Arc. So that back. was like yeah. an, an Angel. Um, Take a zoom in on this for a second. Look at that. It's That's a, very nice. An angel with it's a scenario version of an angel. Um, and then below, what's the next one? Is 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 Nebnella? That's the. I don't um, have that. Image. You don't That's have that. Nebnella. That's a PM. That's a looks like a PMI one, not a, a sixty-eight. The way it's set up, the um, P sixty-eight Magnum had um, factory direct feed. This, I mean, a factory ASA, this is an aftermarket one. And Kevin goats, the local field that is world-class and supported by local people that come out and have fun, not for competition. And that's all I have. That's all I have to say about that. That's all I have <laughs> to say. And Andrew Woodward is correct. Woodyard is correct me. Yes. I knew it was a real gun. I knew you were in the Marines or the Navy. And continue on. Go okay, gosh. so the next one is from Mike Thompson. Hashtag top fan. So it says to reunite I'm not with sure what this it is. marker. 
He did not say. It looks like there's some, some All tape. All right, I'm looking at the screws. chat. Somebody help us out here. Is that Camille? With my wife, Camille. Um, it's I'm, Palmer's. Because uh, I think they designed one of the first semi-autos. Palmer's. I thought that was Camille. Maybe give us a little insight. Yeah. Yeah. It was Mike I can't see I'm not it. sure if Mike is it's working hard right to now. See uh, you know what? Yeah, Nab- Nab- Nabnella's uh, Nab- Nab- uh, confirmed, and so did Archie. No, Archie Ewins. Emmons confirmed yeah. it. Nabnella just followed suit. <laughs> <laughs> confirmed what? It is, looks like it's got Camille. That's Camille. Camille. Oh, yeah. Not that gun, not Camille. Camille. We were just na- na- you know, just ignoring na- Matt. Yeah. I might just push buttons. Damn it! <laughs> Fade your faders. <laughs> Star swipes. <laughs> uh, next one is from Steve Freeskill. Air America Autococker. Now America! I have not just one, not just any two, but the only one with logos. And the very first one built up at Air America and then stored for nearly 20 years before I got it from the man himself. Nice. Nice. Who's the man? Just as the man. Oh, oh. What about Phoenix? Has she piped in yet? Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Phoenix uh, says something about yada yada yada. Uh, the lobster bisque. I have yet to feast my eyes on a B2B tiger stripe hoodie. That's false. We wear them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> None of us are wearing them right now because they're all the dry cleaners. It's also but... just green screen, so don't get too excited. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, also top fan. Why isn't Phoenix a top fan? That's weird. Maybe she hasn't selected Slacker. her top fan badge. Slacker. Uh, Bond Chick, top fan, selected her badge. The elusive behind the bunker tiger stripe. But again, we went again! through this. It's green screen. <laughs> um, Nightmare PB in the live chat says, everyone is rocking facial hair today except Todd. What the heck? This is my Movember. I've been I growing just grow that. really slow. Oh, Todd has facial hair. It's just really short. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm letting my nose hairs and my ears hair grow. So... How's that going for you? Can you not hear the whistling when I breathe through my nose? No. Okay. Maybe next year we all we'll talk about the after show. We all do a BTB Movember. We'll bring fans in as well. We'll see how great this campaign can get. Uh, Todd's already like cutting me off. <laughs> not happening. He's already writing the infographic I, for it. I don't mind growing, but it's really scratchy, and then I get offensive comments. I get hate comments from my family when I grow grow facial hair. So. Did you tell me get out? Yeah, you got to cut some people out of your life, buddy. Yeah. You don't need that neg- negativity. Filter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we're all going to buy white vans and drive around in the great. Can mind me beige. Yeah. Corey in the live chat is saying um, hard no. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the rest of you, you can support us. <laughs> you can join the team. Yeah. Um, well, she wanted me to grow a handlebar mustache, but I just I couldn't do it. So now she's all upset. You so. pity the fool. <laughs> yeah. And rip my T-shirts off. Yeah. <sighs> all right. Do you have an image? I do from Jason Pike. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shark Attack. Wow. X-Mag. Yep. All right, I'm not a Mag fan, right. but that's that, actually on. really nice. That is nice. B-E-A beautiful. Yeah. So is that a charger brick in the front? That is the battery. Oh, yeah. Yep. Cell phone holder. 18 volt. <laughs> I saw a meme today. A guy was showing his brakes, brake discs, and he put an old Nokia phone where the, where the brake pad went. And then the next image was a car that was like nose diving <laughs> with the ground, the, the, the front all the way up in the back. Yeah. Anyways, well played. 
Can we um, go into Thomas McCormick's photo now? Here? Yeah. Uh, Westwood Auto Cocker. Let's have a little zoom here. Wow, those are beautiful. Sexy. Some great milling. Yeah. Sexy. Great, great anno. Yeah. Also sexy. And definitely sexy. Oh, I like the last one there. Absolutely. Like oh, look at that. There's a MacDev oh. Conquest reg. No way. That's, uh, that's, that, I would say, is a unicorn. I miss those. I thought those were great. Although now reg technology is better than exactly. putting, putting it on. But I would like to see that Angel Air technology come back, but in a smaller little gauge that's on your reg stem. So it's the same size tank, but maybe with a little digital readout somehow. Yeah. Yep. And who is that, Josh? I'm sorry. Thomas uh, McCormick. Nice. Okay. Next up is Steve Abar. For some reason, top fan. I don't get it. Wasn't he from Switzerland? He's Australian. Um, Seattle, Australia. Yep. B2B Tiger Stripe hoodie. My understanding is they're made from 10,000 tiers of an automatic owner in a small amount of loop. No, they're actually made out of old upcycled Angel battery chargers. That's why they're so rare. Um, Patrick LaRocca, Planet Eclipse, Nexus DC2, Great White Buffalo. Great White Buffalo. Nobody else? Oh, okay, fine. Uh, Whitney Mayer says, Naughty Dogs to me. And last but not least, Thomas Did you Mort. actually say a word at the end of the <laughs> Timmy. Okay. Yeah. Timmy. 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 Intimidator, Bob Long. Uh, last one, Thomas Burke, Kamikaze Shooter, Desert Duck 68, Stock Class Pistoli. See, this looks like a handgun, I'd, cool. a paintball handgun I'd like to have. Like, Why? no offense to the TIPX, but that one looks like it's... Like what? Aluminium. It's solid. It looks like a handgun. Like Look at it's, it. It's got an old school feed tube in the back. Kind of looks like feed a 45. Gate. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Welcome. Well, well done on those. That's for sure. That's yeah, not so bad. Yeah. Is that oh. last one? Um, I think that's it. Can but we, we should kind of go around the horn and have a little chat about our unicorns because I I I have a unicorn, uh, which I would consider uh, a KP3 Sheridan rifle as a brand new in box, not oh, shot. That would be considered a unicorn. Isn't there one on the but wall? A, no, that one's not here. Uh, yes, that is it. I'm sorry, I did put it on the wall. Um, but something I'd like to have is a brand new um, die ultralight. I had it once, and then I sold it because I didn't ever use it, but I'd still like to have one. <sighs> you have mine. I, yeah, but it's not it's yeah. not mine, and we haven't done anything with it yet. Um, and I would also like a working Evil Omen. That would be my ultimate unicorn. You'd run out of reeds quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? The Philharmonic Orchestra couldn't go yeah. on because... Long and McQuaid's <laughs> all the way on the other side up. of town now. Where are you looking for reeds? <laughs> Um, King Toots is just next door, <laughs> but I've got time for a beer, so I'm just going to go in real quick. Um, Josh, what about you? I, does it have to be real? Because a unicorn's no, not real. No, it doesn't have to be real. I it would like doesn't even have to all, be a paintball gun. It could be anything. I would like my all titanium, so super light. Um, Inception's design, tactical autococker with flatline barrel. Hmm. What about a JT goggle system with a updated sports comm system 
Remember the sports company they used yep. to have with their earbuds? So your radio can wirelessly plug into it with Bluetooth instead of having cords from a walkie-talkie, but your walkie-talkie, like whether you have a Baofang or whatever, Baofang. could Bluetooth connect to it as well as your phone so you can hear like your text messages if you're communicating with a general if you're here or if you're you know or if simon calls from the or something area. and then also within that a google glass inside as a as something. heads up display yeah that would be cool i i'm kind of just bastardizing what would be a cool goggle but those that's kind of my thoughts on that all right and how much you? would said goggle weigh um oh a pound and a half <laughs> And cost so it's three all, million dollars. So it's also made yeah. out of titanium. Got Seventy-nine dollars, and they come with Hormesis headbands uh, as straps. <laughs> Head straps, yeah. <laughs> um, what about you guys, Josh? We talked about yeah, yours. But, uh, sorry, can I add one to mine? Yeah. I would like a, a complete mask system that goes on very similar to a hockey helmet, like an actual bump cap shaped thing that clips on, and then the whole. Why don't you just wear on. oven mitts too? Because. <laughs> V, v so I don't scratch myself. It's not a good idea. Couldn't you? But do you like, understand what about a goggle like, that just levers up? They do like the, the, a lot of complete the goggles lack do that. Other fog that you'd have from like a full helmet system would be so much better. You damn hockey! Your references. idea is giving me a full helmet. <laughs> okay, fine then. Sports ball helmet. There you go. V Force had V Force had a goggle system like that. Is it integrated into the Predator? One of the fake, one of the fake. Um, yeah, I think it was the Predator. One of the fake Kevlar yeah. helmets, and it was oh, the, no, no. it was yeah. the V Force. Um, Wasn't it Rap Four? Nope. No, it was V Force. V Force. They were supposed to come up with a prototype and had a built-in fan, but they were making it for the military. But then they came out of production model for paintball. We had a couple. I can find it later on, but um. we also missed a comment on the sheets. This one's from Joe Kimson. He says, "I would like a goggle and bump helmet integration with a bump helmet that, that properly." Joe oh, look at you and your no hockey idea. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Maybe if the manufacturers took Jim a little took, guy. took a t- looks took some time out and came up with a goggle system that would integrate with most bump helmets. That would that would serve you the airsoft. You can't use it on the speedball field, no, so I'm not looking at that, it. Yeah, that would ser- or, that would serve the airsoft and the recreational mag fed and scenario market nicely. Yeah, like how awesome would it be if you could buy like Boba Fett Mandalorian helmet and have like rental players show up with that or like the Halo mask or like something like that. Like that would be a huge selling feature. Yeah. Oh, Thomas Bork, uh, you said uh, sock cap plus balance cap. There you go. Love. Elliot yep. Darno, tactical Crocs with BTP flair. Ooh. <laughs> well what played. are they calling them? The giblets or whatever? <laughs> 32 <laughs> pieces of flair. Yeah. Uh, Devin Schwartz, I'm not sure why he just says damn Zuby, but I thought I'd read that loud. <laughs> nice. See right there. Uh, and Bobby Dow said Kappa Flame Cocker. So sweet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gavin, oh, what yeah. about you? We've already heard from Joe. All right, no. so yeah, because <laughs> I read his comment. No, right. I no, I sent you a picture. <laughs> you, Joe, you did. Joe also I'll, just I'll wants to have yeah. a field again. This, yeah, that's that's an yes. Yeah. You know, I believe my name is Gavin, so it's my turn, right? All right, fine. Just clarify. Yeah. Well, can you use Do Joe's you have picture, my picture then? Yes. Okay. So go ahead, Joseph. <laughs> Where's my? So that this as a as a paintball fan in the early days, this was a, a marker that was. Um, slated to come out. I think Daniel Bachi has one, but this is called the Equalizer. It was supposed to be the really the first semi-automatic paintball marker. It had um, two ran with two 12 grams in the grip, and I'm not exactly 
sure where the where the paint balls went, but it was a semi-automatic. What's the date on the magazine, Todd? Can you zoom in on that, or can you read it? It's not up on. I, I can only enhance. December no, no. 1980. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, 87. December 1987. So this was slated oh, to come out. Camo in the camo report. Rhodesian camo. Yeah, so this was slated to come out, but I don't even think it ever came or was very, you know, very few were made in production. But it was really like a polymer body, like the like the stingray. stingray yeah. But um, it was made by a company called Crossfire, as you can see. The but grip almost looks unfinished. But it's very sleek. But you can so. see where the the twelve grams would go in the body, and it had a, a small bull. It'd be a bull pop, bull pop style, and I think it had a stock that came out of the back as well. Yeah. So that's that would be my my unicorn. And like I have like you know sixty. I have an SMD sixty. I have an autococker VF tactical with no serial number. But that would be my unicorn if I could find such a thing. Go ahead, Garvin. Matt, you want to chime in then? Like, <laughs> oh, sorry, just throw man. it to me. Uh, all right, so I've got a number of unicorns. Uh, I would have a stable of unicorns. Uh, first, I would say anything that uh, Leds sends me would be the unicorn wow. that I want. Oh. Leds, I'm talking oh. to you. Uh, so anything from Planet Eclipse, uh, send it this way. Uh, but even finger. Um, Finger puppets. Finger, uh, what are they uh, called? Sweatpants uh, or whatever. Finger sweatbands? <laughs> yes. Oh, I need uh, a few more to complete my collection. <laughs> so, you know, a couple of things have already been mentioned by the panel and in the uh, in the chat as well. I would love, let's start with Marker. A camo VF tactical. Yeah. Uh, for, I, uh, for soft goods, I would love a bounce cap. Um, and for clothing, absolutely. Sandana Venomware, uh, the Flying Skulls. Both in the green and in the uh, sort of the the, the desert of the brown version of that. So that's a unicorn. If I had that in mint condition, I would be rocking that uh, from from sunup to sundown. Nice. I just thought of something that would be a paintball unicorn for me as well. I would like to have whatever goggle system I choose. Let's say I'm 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 rocking a whatever, but I can buy a lens, and that lens is uh, a transition lens. So if it's a sunny day, it darkens up. If I Ooh, go into lenses, I if I go yeah. into the bush, yep. it goes yellow. If I, you, you know what I mean, like if it's gray out, it kind of lightens up a little bit. I that would be cool. I agree. I think that technology is long overdue for paintball masks, but all still mirror finish. <laughs> okay, I hate that mirror finish. And Nebnella, I see your comment, and I'm not reading your hashtags. Thank you. Let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> um. It would right. be a nice unicorn is of like we could have some companies back. Like if we could have Sandana back. Yeah. Yeah. Or Renegade. Or what about something or as Reds. simple as a paintball that's point six eight in caliber? Well, that's too much to ask. Boy, What's rarer than a unicorn? little heavier than normal? That'd be great. The biggins? The biggins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um a uh, a ten minute smoke grenade. <laughs> Can you imagine a rental party all popping that? Yeah. <laughs> that was a <laughs> great, great game. First game of the day ruins the rest. Yeah. Yeah. You'd, have, you'd have kids with black lungs. Can anybody taste their cake? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be great. How long have you been cold mounting for? Like one game. <laughs> Got the black lung popping. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I love the smell of those paint grenades. That, that burning, that sulfur smell. Is that what it is? Sulfur, I guess. 
Yeah, we bought a box of uh, wooden matches because that's how we light our fires. And just the uh, like, it's just that strike smell when you hit the strike plate. Um, and uh, who's this? Devin Schwartz saying, "Bring back Reds gear." Yeah, I just want the awkward the swabs. Chair. The swabs alone <laughs> yes. were fantastic. Yeah. I love the gear bag with the chair. You said it was awkward. I like the whole system. Well, it didn't hold your nutsack in the right way. It was like a try. It was triangular, whichever way you sat on it, right? Well, if you uh, if you play in the cold like I do, it's fine. There's no <laughs> issue at all. I will just simply go in the pool before I play. <laughs> what about um, you know, you know what my unicorn would be? Products that are actually well thought out. Like everything that I got in paintball, there's something that I really that that I like about. Like I've got markers that I really really like, but there's always one major flaw. Like um, BT came out with a with a, like this big bag, right? Had shoulder straps on it and all this. Like you could wear it as a knapsack. It was great. But oh, the yeah. zipper was down the middle and it was a box. So in order to see down the sides, like you had to bring a flashlight with you in the middle of the day. So what are you laughing? That's very subtle. I, I was trying to do the subtle, let these guys know what's coming up next, but I, I showed them the wrong thing. So. And you know what? Uh, if, I recognize it, it may be cost prohibitive in these in this economy. But when things were manufactured in North America, you know, rather than offshore and pumped out, there was, there's far better quality when it was domestic. Hey, better quality. You know what? I'm willing to pay a little bit more if someone says to me, hey, it's on a truck from Wisconsin. Right. Awesome. I know it's going to be a couple of days. Instead, it's, oh, it's on a ship and coming in from China. And I want, you know, it's going to be a couple months before it get. Why? It sucks. Terrible. They should really take those people off the phones if they talk like that. <laughs> it's Customer on the truck Clearly from Wisconsin. you've never called Terratech. <laughs> on the truck yeah. from Wisconsin with the cheese. Yeah, like it, you know, or oh, it's being made in Dayton, Ohio. Perfect. And with again, the tires. Yeah, Jeff's bringing yeah. it. Okay. We know Jeff. <laughs> Jeff's our regular guy. Jeff's yeah. got it in his truck. <laughs> Not like Doug's Jeff bringing it from Vancouver. My ducks need to be cleaned. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, ladies and gentlemen, did you know that Planet Eclipse? Uh, every game, every game bunker or gunfight has a story. Now it's time to pull the trigger on a Planet Eclipse product, ladies and gentlemen. Whether you're storming the beach or landing the snake, make sure your story has a happy ending. Planet Eclipse, creator of those happy endings. Plumes, puffs, and clouds. EG Smokes gives you the cover, color, and contrast you need. If you're taking pictures in the picture or want to be out of the picture, pull a pin on an EG product. Hashtag Pop Smoke. Arabs, inflatables designed to hold air all day. Designed and manufactured in America by Brent Davis and his crew, nothing can beat Arabs. Their thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, and multiple color and print options are available. So don't let your game be deflated. Get Arabs at Arabs.com. Rome was not built in the day, but you sure can look good while doing it. Ruthless now offers fully supplemented team packages. Everything you need to look oh so good on the road to victory. Use the promo code B2B15 to save 15% on your order. Can, can we pause for a second? Uh-huh. Is that a yay or nay on that jersey? What I is that jersey? Oh, I thought that, was, yeah. uh, I thought that was painted on. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of interesting. Tiger stripe with tin man? Skin What's tight. I love the white on a jersey, and I love the tiger stripe. Maybe a little less white, but I do. I like I like. You know what like would look jersey. really good? I'm just thinking, Todd. If you could get a tiger stripe hoodie and then put the btb logo on it can you imagine how great that would look what an in, what an in what? demand but item. i would want it in a poly cotton blend and i would like it extra thick so that in the winter it's very comfortable yeah yeah you should get on that you know what i don't think we'd sell any i'm gonna order i'm gonna order five of them 
as samples. Right. Nobody, nobody else would want yeah. that. No. I thought they were on a truck from Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, from Doug, Jeff. Doug's bringing Jeff with the cheese. <laughs> Exalt. Often imitated or copied, but never duplicated. The Exalt brand is constantly evolving to keep you out front and in the game. It is tournament-ready, battle-proven, and it's available worldwide. Jeff Thompson says you guys suck. Devin Schwartz, <laughs> BTV we've been 15, you that? only in, on the works, not in the works, BTV. Inspired by the best, DLX has the, created the new benchmark in high-performance markers with the TM40. The evolution continues, light, sleek, and fast. The TM40 only available from DLX. Ride 519 from Boondocks to Boulevards. Whether you're sidewalk surfing or blazing a trail, one wheel leaves the riding to you. Charge and go day or night. Use the promo code BTB10 to save 10% off your new ride at ride519.com. It's never too early to play holiday music, and it's never too early to start thinking about gifts. Whether it's for a friend or the friend in your pants, you can make this season to be jolly with Manscaped. Do your little drummer boy a favor and use the Lawnmower 4.0 to avoid the silent night in the bedroom. Then add Manscaped top-of-the-line shower products to have people thinking, all I want for Christmas is you. Santa cares about his sack, and so should you. Look nice when you get naughty by going to manscaped.com and use the promo code BTB20 for free shipping and 20% off. This is Pete Davidson for Manscaped. Surprise your girlfriend. Let's show them how hairless we could be, boys. Presentation matters. Don't make me get specific, because I will. Shave your dick. Shave it, baby. Got a hot date. I've been using this guy long enough to where I think it's time we went into business together. Meet the new face, among other parts, of Manscaped. Um... It's the rat sorry. that made uh, pasta. <laughs> oh. I thought. I thought. Sorry, we were just talking about uh, what's his name, Davidson? Pete, Pete, Pete Davidson. Davidson. Isn't he with um, Kim Kardashian weeks ago? That's long. Old no, days. Kim the Kardashian? Fo- football. Oh, Manning's um, wife, Brady. You're thinking of so ex-wife. Brady's wife, um, Emily Ratatouille. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, God, the rat that makes pasta. It's not ratatouille. It's um, ratatouille. Is rata- a, ratatouille is a. a dish Anyways, well, I, someone, I, I am. It's not pronounced that, but, I, but if that's Emily Ratajkowski, how do you say that? Ratatouille. Yeah, ratatouille. <laughs> it's like I said. All right. If someone knows how to properly spell it. I'm and what's she it, famous for? Photo, she was yeah. in Gone Girl. She's in X Men. I think she was. Um, Were derailing the show? This no, is after okay, show this material. This is a different girl that I'm thinking of. Uh, Mystique. Bunch. Cruise. Bunch or Love Event. Easy. Uh, <laughs> the spoils Tom before Brady's, I dial an entourage. Okay, so Tom Brady's Giselle Bustian was Bunchen, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, she was a. That's who he. She's a who was apparently. No, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, the, well, there's photos of them out together. That's why I was wondering if they're dating. And in the chat, Jeff Thompson says, "Okay, petition. Joe can't read the Manscaped stuff anymore. <laughs> why? <laughs> Clearly, you're giving some uncomfortable vibes. <laughs> Broscape." <laughs> Um, all right, well, let's move on here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Whatever. Well, why don't we get into... Uh, <laughs> why do you got to be like that? I have a question. I see Lisa and Roger Weaver in the live chat. Are you guys like the Postons where you watch in separate rooms? Do you watch in the same room together? Curious. Can you get the Boy Scouts to sign in separate devices too so we can get the views? <laughs> Speaking of that, the Boy sticks. Scouts came to my house There we this go. Week. Look, at Look at those. Look at those. Um, is yeah. that really Scouts? No, that's it. 
It's oh. <laughs> <laughs> a corner, sir, you jackass. Josh got really excited there for yeah, a second. Yeah, Eli Booth. Pete Davidson is the base, is basically known as the rebound guy. Everybody seems to be ending up ending up in his arms. Is he the next Marvel superhero rebound guy? Oh yeah, his powers is. Uh, no, he's seducing. on that. He's on that Prime show. I've got, yeah, I've got a shoulder, sweetheart. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's move on. Let's maybe play a quick round, rousing round. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Price is Right. Looking for the first item right now. Um, my God, I can't find it. Oh. Stand by. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Anyone know what it is? First look, first glance. A Nova, Nova. the original Nova. That's right. Does Nova 700. Stuff and podunk games. All right, so there we go. Nova, one, Nova 700. Uh, obviously, this is used in working order. Um, Matt just checked the score sheets. Looks like Gavin, you need to start since you. Why won the do last I feel one. like we've seen this marker up for sale before? I well, think all the, Novas. Is have. it the same one? It, yeah, that was a pretty common print for them. So for the Nova, I'm gonna say, don't crucify me on this. I'm gonna say 500 bucks, Bob. Okay, Joe. Um, 425. Jeff Thompson says one. 40, Elliot Darno 150. Wow, it's going fast. 500, George Hay 350. Mike Thompson 65. Archie Emmons 250. Go. Nebnella 220. I'm going to say 75 bucks. You okay. jerk. Okay, Matt, let's get you in on I'm this. Playing the games or not? Oh, okay. Uh, 150. I don't think anybody got it in the live chat. And whether you guys all overbid or not, we're going to continue on. But this was one hundred dollars. Wow. Okay. Good value. Yeah. Well, is it, is is it, it work? Really, is it working? Apparently. Yeah, I don't know. That's good value. I don't know. I'd pay. I'd pay hundred bucks for that. Easy. I, like if it works, I would bids probably working. pay a hundred bucks. I don't even think. I, I don't think I've ever seen one working. Well, the new it ones. It literally working. means does not go in Spanish. So no ba. All right. This shirt simply says, "I hate paintball." Said no one ever. This is really... Yep. All right. Yep. With Black Friday and uh, all the uh, Cyber Monday specials, eBay took a bit of a crap this week, and finding good items were pretty gotcha. pretty minuscule. Okay. So, Because this could be a Teespring. This could be a Cricket at Home. I'm saying 15 bucks, Bob. This, this could be like on Photoshop. Etsy. Photoshop. You're right. Oh, uh, it's not my go, but... Uh, who won? Well, yeah. No oh, one, I, I won. Okay, so nice. Zuby won the oh, last Zuby. round. Okay. Oh, go... 25 bucks. Okay. All right. Uh, in the live chat says pass. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Matt, what are you taking? I would pay. Well, I wouldn't even pay for this. I'm going to say $5. Okay. That's a thrift store fine as, as far as I was concerned. Shame on you, Jeff Thompson. If you guys sign it, two bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, what do you say? 17 all right. Um, all right. This sold for fifteen dollars and nineteen cents. Ah, uh, it's off by nineteen cents. Would you? But guess? I still want fifteen bucks. Okay. Yeah, you would have got. Uh, you would have got extra prize for guessing it. Exactly, Gavin forgot to factor in inflation. I don't even need to read the ad. Everyone knows what this is. Yeah. 
Tip and Cronus in tan. Oh, that was rare. They never made those. <laughs> All right, we're clearing the board, ladies and gentlemen. Um, what would you guys pay for a Tip and Cronus? Were the internals similar to anything else, like a 98 or anything, or kinda, was it all proprietary to the Kind of similar to Or the Slice? No, BT was, was BT. Okay, BT Slice, but wasn't there something that Zippin did that, like, that was FT too? FT12. That yeah, FT12, it was, my no. Wasn't that an FT12 internals in it somehow? No, it was, more, it was closer to a 98 because it had the outside caulking arm gotcha. or whatever, caulking gizmo. Caulk. So we're getting ranges from Dan and Hardy as $39, Jeff Thompson 75 Mike Thompson, forty-two fifty. Uh, Smite seventy-five. So it's all over the board here. All right. <laughs> Who's starting? Gavin. All right, Gavin. Uh, Ian Wren says sixty bucks. Eighty bucks. Eighty bucks. Okay. Joe, what do you think? Uh, fifty-eight. Zuby. Fifteen dollars and nineteen cents. Well done, oh. sir. He knows me too well. Matt? 25 bucks. It sold for 35 Damn! Matt sneaking in on that one, I think. Yeah. All right. Um, this one will be interesting. This is a oh. Palmer's Typhoon, not a Nasty Typhoon. If okay. Nasty would be All a right. double barrel. This is a Palmer's Typhoon. Did okay. we know somebody that had one of those? Uh, Did Paul Nadlin might have one? Peanut, yeah. Paul Nadlin might have one, and then a fellow named Mark Edelsworth who moved to California. Do you remember him? Did he have he, the blazer? He had the blazer, but he was a, a blondish guy, and he giggled when he played. Like a, he was a, you know what I mean? He was a man. He was like an adult when we when we were all when we were all like nineteen and twenty. He was like an adult, kind of like Nigel McGrath. But he played at the original field. He and was he from Toronto, and he giggled when he shot people. It was pretty fan- fantastic. <laughs> so Devin Schwartz is going to start us off at six seventy-five. Roger goes down to four. Dan in four fifty, and uh, Mike Thompson is simply just drooling himself. So, um, sorry, who got that one? Oh, Last sh- one, I did. Oh, Matt, what are you thinking? Uh, I'm going to go a little low. I'm going to say four fifty. Really? Okay. okay. Going ludicrous. I'm going six fifty for that bad boy, Joe. Uh, five ten. Okay, seven hundred. Archie Emmons, I think, got closer than any of you guys did at three seventy five. Really? It sold for two hundred and eighteen dollars. <gasps> really? No. This was one of those finds where you. That's uh, unicorn. That's that's <laughs> unicorn right there. Wow. Would you, if, if you know you can get that for 300 bucks, would you buy one today? Uh, I'd buy two. Three, um, 300 American? I don't know. Oh, true, with our dollar. <laughs> Shipping, it costs $1,000 to ship it here. And then brokerage fees. And... All right, here's a quick throwaway. That's worth driving down to pick it up. Vintage <laughs> paintball x-ray mask. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Well, it's vintage. It's it says it in the ad. 25 cents. Look at that. Can you see the paint job? Oh, the lens, awesome. let's not talk that about came the, from the factory like that. Sadly, we can. All right. Yikes. Looks like he took Is a that couple painted with whiteout? I'm sure the foam's still attached. <laughs> Liquid paper. <laughs> All right. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Vintage goggles on the block. Um, the cocky ruined my goggles. <laughs> Roger says no sale. <laughs> George, hey, a dollar. Jeff Thompson, 15. 
Pay now, me five bucks I, to take I, it, says Mr. No, Free. S- stop. Stop for a second. I want a legit answer here, George. Hey, if you paid a dollar and someone was like, deal, and handed it to you, what would you do with that? I'm serious. I want to know an answer. Yeah. I would reuse the strap. Really? Are you sure? It probably has liquid paper on it. I think I would take the strap off, use the rest of the whiteout, and put hormesis I bet it's, on it. I bet it smells like <laughs> stupid. <laughs> it smells like tears. <laughs> yeah. Uh... 17 paper clips, I'm being told. All right, who who goes on this one, Matt? I think Matt uh, does, doesn't yeah. he? Okay. Zubiri bid 25 cents, so I'm going to outbid him at 50 cents. Okay. Bastard. Damn, I'm next. One dollar, Bob. One dollar? Gavin, let me ask you a legit question. If someone is selling you that and you hand him a dollar and they're like, deal, what would you do with it? Uh, that goes right to the trash. I would say, enjoy your dollars. Dollar well, well played. <laughs> Throw it in the trash in front of them, too. $7. Yeah, you wouldn't want to kick it or try to break it. No, you, just, no, you would. So he doesn't go back so, in and sells it again. Yeah. You said rare, so enjoy guess. So I guess this is actually like 30 bucks. 30 bucks? Yeah. All right. There's nothing uh, rare about that. <laughs> Except the liquid paper. It's the internet, though. Someone wrote rare. People will believe it. Uh, this sold for 99 cents. That was the first and only bid. I overbid by a penny. <laughs> Did anyone get it? I bid fifty cents. Matt bid fifty cents. Oh. Matt's on a roll. We'll have to remember that next week. That Matt, he, uh, it, legit, if someone sold that to you for fifty cents, what would you? do I would with reuse the strap on another mask. What's our score right now? Is Gavin severely ahead? No, always. Gavin and Zuby at one, and I'm at two. I got nothing. Right, let's try it. Matt's <laughs> producer defend- Matt. Matt gets yes. to play. And he's I like got he's the accounting. Having a fight about it. Um, the double magazine holder, or an uh, Umarek. Just, just the magazine holder? Yeah. You need a weird holster for that. So if you are unclear what that is, it's the front of the, the bottom of the underside of the tip of the marker. That's the slot that the... Was that 3D printed or... Yeah. Must it certainly looks that way. Yeah. Why? Because it's what? boxy, Thank God Gavin, for 3D printers, boxy. because, like... To make that back many years ago, that'd be a twenty nine ninety nine, and you'd have to sell thousands of them to pay no, for that. No, no, that wouldn't be twenty nine ninety nine. That'd be fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah, because yeah, to pay for that plastic mold that's been created and all that stuff, like thank yeah, God pay, for pay for the printers. shipping to come all the way over from <laughs> Wisconsin. Yeah. Wisconsin. By Jeff, Dave, yeah. in a truck. So hey, I would like to bid twenty nine ninety nine or ninety five. Nemnella eight bucks. Schwartz says twelve. Thompson thirteen. Um, Phoenix, I hope I pronounced that right, says, I have this marker. This wouldn't work with the holster. Yeah, that would. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, you guys laugh, but you know what? If you ordered stuff from Wisconsin and came up, the guy who's driving could bring you in and out. Ooh, in and out. I don't think there's in and out. No, they're not in Wisconsin. Okay, whatever. You get it. Animal <laughs> style? Animal style. You can bring yeah. the White Castle. You can get Sonic. You get whatever. I'm getting a lot of no's in here, dollars. Um, yeah. All right, so Matt, what are you betting on that? I bet someone would pay $10 for that. They have sold 17 of these, and there's still five available if you want them. Uh, Gavin? I want to take a stand. I'm not going to bid, but I know I have to. Uh, let's go $8. Joe? 12 bucks. Josh? What did Matt say? 10. 20. Did you say 20? 
I did, yes. Oh, sorry, 25. No, no I did. said eight. I know, but I was like, if, he, if okay. I was right. <laughs> All right, so Gavin, okay. So this sold for $20.29. Uh, Gavin gets double bids. No, I had eight bucks. So it wasn't 20, eight. 29 So that was a Zuby win. All right, well, we're going to end it there because we are out of time anyways, and looks like uh, Gavin wins again. So tough winning each week, folks. Yeah, Thanks yeah. for your support. So normally we let you guys go on Facebook, and we do our after show over on uh, on YouTube, but since I bumbled that one this morning uh, and didn't get that programmed up, uh, we're going to stay live on Facebook for a few more minutes. We'll do our after show here and continue to record it for... Sounds good. ...for our podcast. Um, yeah, one thing I want to talk to you guys about is... Uh, there's rumors of an NX, NXL ref strike. I saw that before I came online tonight, so I don't know how true that is or not. But uh, what are your thoughts on that? An NXL ref strike. What are their demands? I didn't even realize there's a union. It's not a union, but I mean, it's it, it, well, if it would be in, in Canada, it'd be, or it would be a wildcat strike, sort of illegal, but yeah. if it's... If you're an independent contractor, you can do whatever you want. You can withdraw your services at any time. Well, you can convince your friends that are all other refs and do a walkout, I guess. But, Gavin, the reason why I wanted to ask you first is because you had an opportunity to ref for a large tournament series before. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts? Like, I mean, I, I think I, I, I'll lead you into it, but I think that, you know, if, if the league said to me, hey, I'm going to pay you this much, this is how much refs cost, um, do you want the job? And you say, yes, you've kind of committed to that, and that's what you're doing. If you want more money, then just don't say, just don't go in, I guess. So there's an offer and acceptance of yeah. your services, right? Yeah. So here's, you're, you're right. So if this is pre-established in terms of what your working conditions are, uh, they're, you know, it's a no-go. Like, this is what you've established or you're going to do. There's a contract there, right? But, you know, if they're saying now after the fact, I don't think that they've declared this during the event saying, we're walking out now and leaving you high and dry and holding you hostage. I think this is a move forward basis. Is that what you're saying? That, you know, we, we would like to establish some certain guidelines and um, we would like to establish a certain working conditions that it is expected. Well, the um, season's over, so... No, 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 sure. Like, going forward, like, uh, so would I object if it was in the middle of a tournament and we all decided, okay, all the refs left? Yeah. yeah you know, that shitty move, right? In terms of, like, that's holding a, a, a tournament um, producer hostage. But, but it's also the money you spent. Like, you'd, you'd be you'd, you'd, you'd be an instant enemy. You know, potentially. So, refs make or break a tournament. Yeah, they are required to function as a in a tournament. We don't want to go back to the old days where teams would rotate in terms of refing the other teams, right? Yeah. We wanted a complete independent body, but we also want to establish safe working conditions and, uh, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. for, you know, not you know, not saying you know like they have to be unionized, but if they have been, if there's enough grievances in terms of like. You're not honoring, you're not protecting us in terms of keeping us safe, um, making sure we have enough rest period, uh, all of these things. And I think they're justified in saying, okay, these are the conditions we want to work in. If you can't honor that, then we're not going to come back. And referees, like paintball referees, are not unlike, you know, hockey refs or or baseball. Like you have, or football for that matter, you have to know the rules. Like you can't just hire some guy off the street and say, hey, you know, if you see a hit, you know, if you see a hit, call him out. That's your job. You need to know the nuances of the pen- the penalties. You need to know, you know, uh, you need to know what a player is going to do before he does it. You know, you can see a guy cheating. You can call like you can you can see where that opportunity to cheat is, and you can watch that person take it. Like when you see a guy run into a bunker and he clearly flinches as he goes yep. in, you know or as a slides ref it out all that, that stuff. Yeah. He is hit, whether it's a hit or a bounce. 
So now what you do is you not necessarily bait him, but you watch him. And if the guy instantly calls himself out, then, then it's done. If he doesn't call himself out, you then walk over. But while you're walking over, you monitor what he's doing. Is he moving forward? Is he shooting? Is he doing anything that continuously plays? At that point, it's an instant penalty. So, so you like, you got to, like, as a ref, you have to be able to. So when I refed, it was early X-Ball, uh, right? Not Xbox. Early X-Ball, where that was sort of the parameters in terms of, like, the refs are just basically pulling people, right? Um, they have to basically self-police. And I engaged in entrapment refing. You would see yep, that happening. I love that. Yeah, you would see it happening, and you just wait for it. Please, 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 please play on, right? Because you want to throw those flags, yeah. right? And it's funny because you see the refs on the sidelines, and as as a player, you, you, you run into a bunker, you slide, you get hit, you know you're hit, and you stand up, and you look over at the ref, and you can see the ref looking downfield, but he's wearing tinted goggles, yep. and you don't know, yep. right? And as soon as you do something, you know, miraculously, he goes, Penalty. That was flag. that it's was like my was fa- that was my favorite part. Yeah. Like, oh, he yeah. wasn't paying attention. Oh no, I'm just waiting for yeah. you because yeah. you know, giving you a major, that makes my day. Yeah. At the end of the day, did you get bonuses? Like <laughs> penalty bonuses? Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they, we didn't yeah. work off commission. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I know we're kind of getting off topic yeah. about about this, but I remember playing and um, we knew a guy was going to take a penalty. Uh, we. we, we Again, it was it was to draw the attention of the refs. We needed a point in short time, so we wanted to draw the attention. So we had a guy do a run, and we basically said, like, if you get hit, you know what I mean? Like, get yourself, like, get attention on it and get as many refs on you as possible so that the guys on the other side of the field could at least try to run up and do something when there's less refs on them. But nine times out of ten, there's enough refs on the field that, especially when you get good ones, it only takes one guy to, to pull a penalty, right? Well, back in the day, because it was... You pull the guy and he goes into the box and it's you're not pulling other players, yeah. right? But uh, so back to your original question, yeah, is it kosher, you know, for for refs to withdraw their services from from tournaments? Absolutely, you know what? If you know what, they are long days. Whether you're a player, yeah. you know, player goes on for one game and they're off. They take a break and they move on. Refs are on the field all the time. Yeah. You know, in all the elements. So I, I, I think you need to make a conducive working environment and make it advantageous for refs to want to be there to give up their weekends as well uh, and to be shot and abused and verbally abused online as well, right? There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of crap that happens behind the scenes that it, it's not, it's, at times it's not worth it to be, uh, to, to, to don the stripes yeah. and, and be on the field. But I'll take both sides of it. I think a ref needs to be paid well enough that he wants to do the job. Okay. He can't get $100 an hour. It just doesn't work out that way, right? But I think every ref needs to get paid and paid well. They get crapped on on the field. No one likes the refs. They all give them attitude. They're lied to. They're, you, know, you know what I mean? But on the same token, a ref has to do his negotiation before he gets hired. Agreed. Because if it's halfway through a tournament and you walk out as a refing crew, I know how much a paintball team pays at a paintball tournament and it's not cheap and you all of a sudden get through halfway through the day and the refs walk out you as a paintball player are going to be more mad at the refing staff than the tournament organizer agreed but as they a ref never get hired again okay but as a small community but yeah. as a ref if I'm on the field and it becomes unsafe you know I'm not I'm there to re- referee a game I'm not there to take abuse by players by spectators and all that some of that you know it, it, it's part and parcel for for the role but yeah. at any time if I feel my safety's in jeopardy regardless of what I agreed to do I'm walking yeah. right and so I'm not saying you know I'm holding out for 
you know, like the highest bidder, like for, for more money, there's a reason why people withdraw their services. Yeah. And if they're withdrawing their services, there's a good reason. And if you so have let's, a legitimate yeah. reason, like that's what it, I guess I'm just looking at it from the average day. As a player, that sucks for you. I get it, right? Yeah. But these are people who this is not their livelihood. They're not, although they may be professional refs, this is not how they make their their income, their living, right? If it becomes a, 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 a position where it is unsafe for them, um, it becomes abusive. You know, there's some, there's things that you, you tolerate and you don't tolerate, right? What are your boundaries? And for me, uh, it comes down to safety. At the end of the day, I want to be smiling at the end of the weekend. And if I am being um, attacked, um, you know, it's not worth it. And so will I withdraw my services? Absolutely. You could look at this as a good opportunity to, to establish possibly a North American set of rules for paintball as it pertains to refereeing. If you look at all other sports, they have rules that are written. And for referees, I can say firsthand, there are situations where it says, if this following things happen, you can leave. If the following things happen, you're legally obligated to leave. So if the following things happen, you have to do this. So if you now got an established set of standard rules that say NPPL can work, well, great. Now we're one more step closer to possibly getting paintball to the Olympics. This could be a good thing. NXL has the rule book. They have a legitimate rule book, and all the feeder series that feed into it have to abide by those rules. They can modify them slightly, but basically that rule book is gospel. What does it say about officiating in that rule book? What does it say about officiating itself? Yeah. I'm not sure. But I know know there are... Um, so do we know what's written in it? Are there any standards for the I've referees? Re- I've read it before, but I couldn't tell you what's I, in I it. can tell you all minor sports yeah. uh, and most major league sports are all going this direction now. Abusive officials is no longer tolerated. And I'm not, I'm not and, saying and I believe anywhere. that's in there and I'm as not, well. I'm not saying it's like the walkout is anywhere. regarding abuse, but I mean, that was just one of the examples no. I said. If, but if, if there's a... It's a working environment, you know. Regardless if it's a, it's, it's a weekend, it, it is it, it's basically an office. It's a yes. it's a factory floor, right? So yep. if people can't m- meet the minimum standards uh, for what are the employment standards are in your state, your country, or whatever, then I think an employee or a contractor has every right to walk off of that yep. if there's if if the promoter fails to meet that expectation. And if you ask the NXL, what's your turnover rate for for officials? I bet you they're going to tell you it's extraordinarily high. And I bet if you went back and surveyed guys who left in the last couple of years and you asked why, aside from COVID, I bet one of the one number one things they say is the abuse. Like in all minor sports now, if you look at the referee and you say one thing, one thing at all, major. So one, anything at all. I've seen parents at football games, they, they huff. You know, coach huffs at the referee and the referee goes five yards. Hockey's the same thing now. If you look at the referee and go, I can't believe you called that. Two minutes. There's zero tolerance whatsoever. So in the NXL, but you go to NXL, they and have like Gavin said rules. online, yeah. guys are shitting on officials afterwards. Oh yeah, you can sure. walk into tournaments and start off with major penalties. Yeah. So the so so their their official uh, rule book does have officiating um, and ref team and ref team hands and signals and flags. Um, they have rules for coaches, captains. What does it um, say about disrespect? That would be under or players. maltreatment. There, there is a whole section on on um, player conduct. And okay, it, but is it enforced? But we're also talking spectator conduct as well. If you, as an event promoter, don't have security to escort people out for being yeah. unruly, yeah, that's true. So too. spectators are not allowed to comment on the game while it's happening. Not allowed to, but what, what's a penalty for a spectator? So at NXL last year, wasn't there the a local police station that happened? 
and there were people were were people taken out. I'm pretty sure. Um, why does it sound like I'm defending the NXL rules? I'm no, just no, no. Looking it is, at, I'm just looking it is at this right but now. There's yeah. a reason why a group of people, a group of employees or contractors, withdraws their services. So, yeah. what are you doing the investigation? What's underneath that behavior? People love this game. That's why they give up every weekend doing it. Yeah. It's not. It's not the great paycheck as a referee doing it. It's because you yeah. love the game. You want to promote the sport. And if you if it's not worth it, yeah. let me know why it became un, uh, 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 unworthy. So thirteen point one says assessment of sus- suspensions, ejections, disqualifications, and fines due to severe unsportsman conduct. Page twenty or yeah, page twenty seven of this manual. So there is stuff for players specifically as well as the referees in it. But I'm sure this is nowhere near what a hockey professional hockey or you know what I mean? Like they professional hockey is for... easy. Like that is like your your high like any professional sport because you won you have you have the support and infrastructure of a organized tournament, right? NHL, uh, NBA, like they don't have to tolerate that. And if you look at the stands, you have security. You have that support to protect both players, spectators, and the referees on the field, right? Yeah. So, what is going on again? What's going on? Why? Why did, it's not just in, an individual person? Like why are number? Like why are teams of referees withdrawing services? Yeah. It's and I, I would yeah. I, I would say it's the, probably pure it's ignorance. Probably, this is coming down to poor working conditions. Yeah, you got to imagine like we love split deck as players because it's efficient, but as a referee, you're watching a match or you're watching two. You're watching a deck of games. And when that's over, the clock rolls for four minutes or five minutes, usually four minutes until the next one goes. So what that means is you're technically you're working as a ref for that entire minute, because even though there's a minute between games and two between X ball, you're still chronographing people as they're coming on and off the field. You're still squeegeeing bunkers to keep them clean. Yep. You're still, you know, you're checking the field, restaking, blowing up bunkers, deflating bunkers, depending on all that sort of stuff. So you really only get that four minute kind of where you can wind down a little bit. Yeah, four minutes to take a piss. Really? But uh, but also on the same token, like when you're working on the factory floor, you have to work for several hours before you get a mandatory break. So well, I got three, the, not but not several. But so yeah. so whatever. So these guys these guys do get little breaks between and they, you know, the series that we're running, there's extra refs, so there's always a guy off the field. So people have to go to the washroom break. It's always a, a you know, they're taken care of. Um and then they do get lunch breaks and stuff like that. But it is like it, it, it can seem constant, the amount of games that you're going through. Yeah. And it's hard to know who's on the field and who's not unless you're really paying attention to the jersey. So, like, I've been on the field refing, and I'll tell you, like, I don't care what team is on. No, absolutely. I, I have no favoritism. I really don't, you know, I don't root for anybody. And when you're a ref, it's just about kind of, you know, you're on your own team as a ref, and you're like, hey, did you see that penalty I had to pull? Like, you know, that's kind of how you enjoy your day, right? Swa- you know, swapping stories about people being idiots. Or did you see that guy do a face plant into the ground and then, yeah. Like the liability and responsibility of refs on the field is enormous, right? Yeah. Hopefully they're compensated and such. Yeah, I agree. Referees are always underpaid. I can tell you that much. Yeah. Always. I, I can easily say I would pay an extra little bit of money for entry fees if I had to, knowing that the refs were... Super on Bard. We've we've gone to NXL events where the refing has been crap, but we played a low division and okay, we, and we got we got the we got the scourge of, of the refs. We've also played NXL events where we've had phenomenal refing. So like, you know And that that's the kicker. The second you start paying refs more, that snowballs super fast. Yeah. 
Like if you look at them all and say, okay, we're going to pay each ref out here an extra dollar per hour. That's big money by the end of the day rolls around. Well, especially when you're running. How many, how many fields did World Cup got have, Joe? Do you remember? Was it like five or, no, was it five had, or six? Nine. But it was, yeah, okay, so nine. So let's say you have how nine. How many refs per field? Easily 10 plus scorekeepers and such. So there's probably, let's say 12, 12 staff per field would be easy to say. So that's $12 an hour times 10. That's 120 bucks extra every hour that they're operating. That, that go, that's, that's They had 12 sweet. fields, including the mountains field. Okay. At World Cup, 12 yeah. fields. Yeah. That snowballs quickly. Yeah, sure does. And then you stretch that this... over two or three days of a weekend and... Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. You just charge for lanyards and add an extra buck and <laughs> yeah. there, you, there you go. $30 water. Yeah. Here we oh, go. you want it all day air? <laughs> uh, yes, you get unlimited CO2. Air, <laughs> high pressure air you have to pay for. Whatever. All right. Well, why don't we pull, pull the end of this one out? All right. Anyways, so pay attention to what's happening online. I'm sure there'll be more information about this if, in fact, it's real and, and happening. Right. So, yeah. Josh, how was your sauerkraut? Sorry, how was your sauerfrau sauerkraut? It wasn't bad. It was good. I've had better. Yeah. yeah. Um, are you going home with the sauerkraut taste in your mouth? A little bit. <laughs> it's a pickly right. taste. Mental Pickle. note, please sanitize uh, Zuby's microphone before he comes yeah. next next time. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely smells like crap. But nice to have you back, sir. Thank you for it's coming good in. To be back. Uh, Joe Kimson, Flaggers Paintball. Thank you for coming in. Thanks everyone for tuning in tonight and spending your Monday evening or part of your Monday evening with us. And we will look forward to uh, sharing next Monday with you and talking about manscape. Dan and Hardy has a good point. He says, "What about drone refs? We had a drone in the air over the field, high enough where it could just see every single bunker as the plays were going on, and we were broadcasting that as part of our, our live coverage for for the first two events this year. You could only see blips moving on the screen and understand the game that way, and even from a topographical view, people kind of hide in in you because they're so tied up against a can. Unless you're right over top of it, you're going to miss it. So, I, I I like it. I like the idea, but um, I. I it's definitely not definitely not something worth I, I like his idea of bunker refs the refs are now inside, inside the, the bunkers, bunkers yeah. <laughs> well Brent from Air Ups can make a clear bunker we've seen that he can make with windows. an outside squeegee make... for the ref they'd have to be <laughs> yeah. a tube and you have a squeegee on a stick and just kind of I would like to see like a it. ref sitting on a stool eating a slice of pizza <laughs> as, as, a, as they're playing pizza ball. look at that money you, you don't, don't have, have to you're, you're talking you... about how while well, they're paid as bologna sandwiches yeah. you don't have no to worry butter. about getting lit up you're in your safe space. <laughs> what about having electrified jersey and pants and having lead in each paintball? So if you got hit, it would it would it would uh, Ooh, conduct or, over the or sensors. Or best with sensors and laser sensors. Ooh. Yeah, you wouldn't even have to have paints. <laughs> but no running. But no running. Yeah, you can't yeah. run in. No fun side. allowed. <laughs> Thank you, Gavin, for being on the show. Wonderful to be here, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you hit like and share of this program. And thank you so much for downloading and and, and, uh, let's do us in pod form. And Matt, the Crypt, thank you for pushing buttons. Today's champion for Price is Right. Thank you to all of you guys who are watching and listening. Hit that like and share button on the way out. And uh, if you guys are listening in podcast form, nice to see you. And you can hit subscribe as well in your whatever format you're watching it on. And uh, it will automatically come to your phones every week. So thanks, guys, for watching. See you next week.